Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. What I want to get you to see here, guys, is that Jesus was teaching the disciples to not depend on earthly means and resources to get their needs met. Glory to God. You see, what Jesus was doing, he was saying, don't take your money. You have money. I don't, I, I just want you to leave your money. You're not going to take it. Why? Because I want to teach you to depend on God, not on money. Glory to God. You see, uh, one of the main reasons, guys, that so many people are concerned about money, I submit to you, is uh, because this world system has trained us to put our trust in money. You see, the world trusts in money, but what I'm here to tell you tonight, child of God, is that God wants you to trust in Him. God doesn't mind you having money, but God wants you to understand that He Himself is going to be the one who supplies your need. Now, you say, Alex, what are you getting at? What I'm getting at is that's going to be something that's really going to get you to stop worrying about money when you realize, man, it's God who's going to supply your need. And you see, the the great thing, guys, is if you're trusting God rather than money, uh, you can be at peace. If you have the money, and you can be at peace if you don't have the money. You see, either the money is going to show up or the favor is going to show up. And when the favor shows up, glory to God, you're going to know that you can depend on God no matter what. Are you guys, are you guys catching this? You see, and so I want you to understand that you don't have to be worried about money. You don't have to be worried about what they say in the world, you know, what, what they're telling you on the news media. Glory to God. God is not limited by the stuff of this world, and God himself has decided to take responsibility for supplying your needs. Everybody say this out loud again. Say, God supplies my every need. God supplies my every need. Praise God. Let's head back over to Matthew chapter 6. He says in verse 26, Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. Now notice what he says, guys. He says, And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? And so here's the first principle, the first key that I want you to take note of here tonight is, and I want you to really write this down, guys, take notes here, and uh, the first key to, to, to freedom from worry, the first way here tonight is realize that you are valuable to God. Realize that you are valuable to God. If you are worried, if you are tempted to worry, Alex, what can I do in a very practical way? Realize that you are valuable to God. You see, Jesus is talking about focus. Now, you focus on the natural world. You notice how God is supplying the needs of his natural creation. Now, Jesus says, man, that you as a born-again, blood-bought, blood-washed child of God, <laughs> you are far more valuable to God than the natural creation. You're far more valuable to God than the birds. And so, and so worry begins to dissipate when we start meditating on how valuable we are to God. Remember, worry is negative meditation. And so what you're going to begin to do is 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 you're going to start to meditate on on how valuable you are to God. Everybody say this out loud right now. Say I am valuable to God. Say I am valuable to God. You see. In fact say I am valuable to God. 
And I'll say this, surely God will take care of me. So you start to meditate on that, and what happens is you're now starting to reverse the momentum of your mind. You see, your mind was gravitating towards, man, what if this happens? What if, what if that happens? Alex, what if something happens to my kids? What if I don't have enough? Hold on. I am valuable to God, and surely God will supply my every need. Take note of this. Write this down. Because I am valuable to God. I can trust God. You see, that's, that's what happens. You start to develop a deeper level of trust here because I am valuable to God. I can trust God where my life, where my health, where my children, and where my finances are concerned. I can trust God because I know that I'm valuable to God. Look at Isaiah chapter 43, verse 4. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 4. And I want to read this in the King James and then also in the Message Translation. And I want you to, uh, to really just kind of take note of this here uh, tonight, child of God. Notice what he says here. And I want you to really hear this now. I want you to really take this in. This is really your Heavenly Father speaking to you now. He says here in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 4, he says, Since thou wast precious in my sight... I want you to know, whoever you are, you're precious in the sight of God. <laughs> you are precious in the sight of God. He says, since thou wast precious in my sight, you have been honorable. And I want you to understand, God says you're honorable simply just because you're putting your trust in Him. It's not your performance that makes you honorable. The moment you say, Lord, I trust you, Lord, I believe in you. The moment you put your trust in Jesus, God says you are honorable. And He says, I have loved you. I have loved you, and watch this now, therefore will I give men for you and people for thy life. Look at this in the message translation. I love how the message puts this. It's so clear in the message. He says here in verse 4, Isaiah 43, 4, says, that's how much you mean to me. Glory be to God. That's how much I love you. Everybody say this out loud. God loves me. Say, God loves me. God loves me. God loves me. Say, I have value before God. I'm valuable to God. Glory to God. You see, you see, that's already going to take care of, 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 of that negative worry habit. You see, he says, he says, that, that's how much I love you. And notice this. He says, I would sell the whole world. I would sell off the whole world to get you back. I would trade the creation just for you. That's how valuable you are to God. That's what God says about you. Now, child of God, may I ask you, do you think God can supply your needs? May I ask you this question, child of God? Do you think you can trust God where your finances are concerned? Do you think you can trust God where your children are concerned? Do you think you can trust God where your health is concerned? You see, you see, that's how valuable you are to God. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 32. And, and we're talking about realize how valuable you are to God. This is the first way that you can become free from worry, you recognize the value that you have before your heavenly Father. And he was saying he would give the entire creation for you. But notice what he did, guys. <laughs> Praise God. You know, what he did was, guys, he gave something that's even more, more precious, more valuable than the creation. Glory to God. What he did was he gave his very own son. That's how valuable you and I were to him. Notice what he says here in Romans chapter 8, verse, verse, uh, verse 32. Romans chapter 8, verse 32 says, Since he did not spare even his own son, 
but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? You see, that puts it into perspective, guys. <laughs> you know, God did not spare his own son. God sent Jesus into the world because he loved you and I uh, so much, guys, that he didn't want us to stay lost. Glory to God. God uh, gave up his very own son. Glory to God. He sent him to the cross. Jesus went to the cross for you and I. He shed his blood on the cross, guys. He died for us. He rose again. And guys, the Bible says, if God did not spare his very own son, praise God, will he not with him also give us everything else? Everybody say, I can trust God where my needs are concerned. Concerned. You see, you can trust God where your needs are concerned. Now, as you begin to meditate on this, guys, as, as you really allow this now to, to get down into your heart, remember you're setting your mind, and, and whatever you set your mind on, sooner or later what's going to happen is it's going to get down into your heart. And so as you get this down into your heart, gradually what's going to happen is that worry, guys, that unease, that anxiety, guys, it's going to start to dissipate. Glory to God. You see, you're going to start to tune into the peace of God. And so the first way to be free from worry is realize that you are valuable to God. Now, let's look at the second way and uh, let's head back to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, and the second way here is going to be found in verse 27. Praise God. Matthew 6, 27, man. I want you to really understand that you have a God that you can depend on. I want you to really understand this is not about being religious. Uh, we're not playing church. No, man, I want you to understand that you can depend upon God no matter what's going on in your life. You see, you can depend upon Him in every single area of your life. Now look what he says here. Uh, verse 27 is going to give us the second way to become free from worry. I love this, guys. I really couldn't wait to kind of get to this here. <laughs> this is so awesome. Verse 27, this is again Jesus speaking now. He continues here, and notice what he says in verse 27. He says, Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Now he's asking, I, I submit to you guys, he's asking a rhetorical question. <laughs> Because, guys, what's the answer to that question? The answer is no, right? Your worries are not going to add anything to your life. And so the second way to become free from worry is this. Write this down. I love it, guys. The second way is realize that worry is a useless activity. Worry is a useless activity. <laughs> uh, worry, actually, guys, does not accomplish anything productive. And this is, that's what Jesus is saying here, that nothing productive is ever accomplished by worry. Nothing productive, guys, is ever going to be accomplished by worry. And I want you to kind of really see this because sometimes, you know, what happens is, and this is sometimes why we worry, is that maybe subconsciously we think that we are accomplishing something by worry. If, if, if you're honest with yourself now, sometimes you think that, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe this is leading to something productive. Maybe there's something good that's going to come out of this. And what you want to see here is that oftentimes, not always, guys, but oftentimes, worry is actually a misdirected expression of love. 
Worry is a misdirected expression of love. Alex, what are you saying? Because sometimes the, the stuff you worry about, man, is, is going to be stuff that you care about. In other words, the, 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 the reason, I, I submit to you, the reason that you're going to be worried about your kids is, is because you love your kids. You know, maybe your kids are into some, 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 some trouble and you're worried about your kids. Well, so your natural response as a parent is, is you're going to be worried about them. And so in those instances, your worry, I want you to see, is a misdirected or a misguided expression of love. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that there's love that you have for your kids, but what you're doing is now you are directing that love towards thoughts of fear. In other words, what could go wrong? Alex, what if this happens to my kids? And so you're directing your, your love towards thoughts of fear. And what happens is the moment you begin to mix love with fear, guys, it's, it's going to get distorted. <laughs> you know, it's going to get distorted. Remember, the Bible said that perfect love casts out fear. And so your, fear, your, your, your love is mixing with fear. It's getting distorted. And so, and so that's oftentimes what your worry is. You know, I love my kids, but I got these fearful thoughts about them. And so, and so now I'm I'm, I'm, I'm directing my love for my kids towards thoughts of fear. And so what you want to do, glory to God, is you want to reverse the momentum of your mind. You want to reverse the momentum of your mind. How? By redirecting your love towards thoughts that match up with God's Word. Is everybody catching that? Is everybody catching that? I'll give you an example. You know, your kids are into some stuff and maybe they're running with the wrong crowd and you're kind of worried because they're kind of getting off track. It's a very normal, natural thing to be worried. There's nothing right or wrong about worry. It's certainly not a sin. It's just something that happens, you know, in the natural. But God really wants us free from that. And so you're worried about your kids. They're running off with the wrong crowds. And so you might feel that you have no choice but to worry. And that's really you. Uh, expressing your love for your kids. Can you see that? And so a much better way, a much more productive way for you to express your love for your kids now is, is perhaps this. It is, rather than worry, how about you pray for them? Rather than worry, how about you think on and meditate on what God says about your kids in His Word? You see, you see, He said, "Your your 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 children shall be mighty in the land." Glory to God. You see, uh, God makes some promises uh, in His Word where your children are concerned. You want to begin to stand on those promises, and so rather than worrying, you want to redirect that now towards the Word of God. And so, what you want to do is uh, you want to think about your kids in alignment with the Word. Yeah, there's some issues going on, but Lord, I trust you where my kids are concerned. Lord, I know you love my kids more than I could ever love my kids, and so Lord, I decide to just trust you where my children are concerned. You say, Alex, does that make a big difference? Friend, I want you to understand, it makes a huge difference. Because we've shared with you before that prolonged worry is going to lead into fear. And fear is what the enemy needs in order to really operate in your life. And so, and so worry is not only not productive, sometimes it can have a negative effect. I want you to understand. And so, rather than worrying about your kids, you, you're actually doing them a much better service by praying about your kids. Glory to God. By speaking the word of God about your kids. You see, everybody understand that here. 
And so, and so that's how you want to do that. And so you want to understand that sometimes worry comes from this misdirected, this, it's, it's, it's a misdirected expression of something, you know, you love someone, you care about someone, you worry about them. A much better way to deal with the situation is get into agreement with what the Word of God says. Look at what Jesus says here in Luke chapter 12, verse 25, also in the NLT. This is actually taken from the same uh, Sermon on the Mount, but I love what Luke adds on here, he says in verse 25, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Now look at verse 26. Verse 26, guys, makes it very clear that what he's saying is that worry is a useless activity. He says in verse 26, and if worry can't accomplish a little thing, I love it, guys, like this, <laughs> a little thing like adding years to your life, man. He says, if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, What's the use of worrying over bigger things, Jesus said? Because Jesus says, worry doesn't accomplish a little thing. It's not going to add any years to your life. And so he says, man, why worry about these bigger things? And in other words, he's saying, what's the, what are you going to accomplish by worry? You see, and the answer is you're going to accomplish nothing by being worried. Worry is a useless activity. Alex, how do I deal with this? How do I get rid of it? By reversing the momentum of your mind rather than thinking thoughts of worry. You're going to get into agreement. You're going to search the scriptures, man. If it's your kids, find promises in, this, in the Bible about your children. If it's your finances, find uh, promises in the Bible where your finances are concerned. And rather than thinking about the worst case scenarios, you're going to start Start thinking about the Word of God, you're setting your mind. You see, praise God. If you understand that, say, Amen. Now, let's look at the third uh, way here. Now, that's probably all we're going to have time for here tonight. The, the third way to be free from worry. Let's head back over to Matthew 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 28, Jesus continues here, and notice what he says in verse 28. He says, And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Verse 29, again, he's, he's directing our attention towards you know nature. Verse 29 says, Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And verse 30, notice this, here's the third way, here's the third key. Verse 30 says, And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, will he, will, he will certainly care for you. He will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith, he says. And so the third way to become free from worry is this, realize that God cares for you. Realize that God cares for you. Now, the literal translation here, where he says that God uh, cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers, the literal translation here is clothe. The King James says, if God clothes the lilies of the field. Uh, and so the literal meaning here is to clothe or to enrobe, which basically implies, guys, it implies this. It implies supplying your needs. God cares for you. God supplies your needs. And so we can trust that we are under the care of God, guys, who will provide for our every need. Look at Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. Great scripture to meditate on. Great scripture to stand on when you're uh, tempted to be worried. This is a very familiar scripture. I want to read it in the NLT. And notice here, remember the key here is realize that God cares for you. And notice what he says in Philippians 4.19. He says, and the same God who takes care 
if you have your actual physical Bible, if you have an NLT, I want you to underline care. And the same God who takes care of me, watch this now, look at the promise, will supply all your needs from His glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. Child of God, God promises here that He's going to supply your every need, not from the world's resources, even though it's, it, it's, it's most likely going to come through some channel in the world, but He says He's going to supply it, glory to God, from His glorious resources which have already been given to us in Christ Jesus. You see, and so the third way to be free from worry, and the third thing you want to meditate on, you want to meditate that God cares for you. God supplies your every need. Say it out loud again. God supplies my every need. You want to meditate on these scriptures, you see. And so Philippians 4.19, he says, God will supply all of your needs. And guys, I want you to understand that what this means is we can trust God to supply, <laughs> watch this now, all of our needs, okay? And so what I'm saying is, it's not only financial needs. A lot of people, when they see the scripture, they're going to think finances, and yeah, financial, financial needs are included, but I want you to understand, child of God, God is going to supply your every need. And so that's financial needs, but it also includes emotional needs. If you have emotional needs, you can look to God for that. Physical needs, uh, spiritual needs, you know. If, if, if there's need for companionship, well, you can trust God to bring the right people into your life. And so this scripture is literally saying, guys, that God is going to supply whatever is necessary in your life. But it comes back down to trusting Him. And watch this, guys. We always mention this. It always comes down to this. It's going to come down to your relationship with Him. Praise God. You see, you see, trust is going to get is going to be birthed out of your relationship with Jesus. And so, the more time you spend with Him, guys, the more you're going to trust Him. You know, just like in a natural uh, human relationship, the more time I spend with somebody, uh, the more I'm going to I'm going to trust them. You see, and so. And so that's very powerful, guys. Uh, you know, just spending time with Him. Now let's end with this scripture here tonight. I just want to give you this scripture here as well to meditate on. First Peter chapter five, verse seven. I'm also going to read this out of the uh, NLT as well. He says in verse seven. Watch this now. He says, "Give all your worries and cares to God." Watch this now. Here it is again. For He cares about you. Glory to God. He cares about you, you see. You see, you can trust God because God cares about you. Now, what I want to I I see, what I want you to see here is that you actually have to give your cares to Him, child of God. The King James here says, cast your care on the Lord for He cares for you. And what I want you to realize here is that God will only take from us, guys, what we are willing to give to Him. And so what you want to purpose in your heart is, child of God, is that you want to cast your care on Him. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubin. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue to grow in our understanding of God's grace. Now, to learn more and to access the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. 
for information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, visit graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life, and I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.